see more innovation in packaging and processing at Pack Expo International than anywhere else in the world. It's the show that defines where the industry is headed, with the solutions that define where your business can go. Discover cutting-edge packaging technology, processing equipment, new materials, sustainable solutions, supply chain resources, and much, much more. You'll walk away with innovative solutions to challenges big and small. Register at PackExpoInternational.com. You're listening to Unpacked with PMMI, where we share the latest packaging and processing industry insights, research, and innovations to help you advance your business. Welcome to Unpacked with PMMI. I'm your host, Sean Riley. As we put a bow on Pack Expo East, we turn our eyes to Pack Expo International 2022 and PMMI's triumphant return to Chicago's McCormick Place October 23rd through the 26th. I'm joined today by Pro Food World's Aaron Hand and Packaging World's Matt Reynolds. Together, we discuss trends that have come out of Pack Expo East that the industry should be preparing to see in Chicago. Aaron delves into the workforce issue with a look at packaging and processing software that truly engages with employees, offering feedback that reinforces users and ensures they are aware that they are valued as employees. As our materials guy, Matt Reynolds continues to unveil the most up-to-date sustainable materials, who is making them, how they run on current and possibly future equipment, and where they can be found. Welcome to our final Pack Expo East daily download. While our physical show closes at three, our virtual PackExpoExpress.com lives on through April 29th. So please visit it often, make connections, learn about the latest packaging and processing solutions at your fingertips, on your phone, online. With that said, I am fortunate to have, again, uh, two of our esteemed PMMI Media Group editors to my initial right, Matt Reynolds from Packaging World and Aaron Hand from Pro Food World. Thank you. Aaron, this is your first time on the Daily Download at Pack Expo East, so you've had the most time to be out on the floor. What have you seen that we need to get out to the public? You know, and I, I, I'm just gonna apologize for bringing up work, workforce again, but um, I think there are a lot of different angles you can come at workforce, and one of the things I was really impressed by, um, Red Zone, way over in the, the corner over there, is actually working on some, well, not working on, they have some software that is um, geared toward really engaging employees. So they are um, measuring efficiency, but it's not like, hey, Joe didn't work as fast as Tom did. Or, or Yeah, it's not a babysitter. That. Right, right, not that sort of thing. But, I mean, they are tracking that, but then it's like, how can we engage them more? We give them, you know, don't just point out what's going wrong. Give them high fives when they're doing something good. Um, the thing is that these days we don't have the labor to just throw at every problem. So they need to figure out how to improve productivity without the labor. Uh, one of the things he said that, you know, somebody stopped by and said that, yeah, they used to have 5,000 employees. Now they have 4,000 employees. And how do you keep producing the same or more with that number of employees? And, and you know, we think workers aren't getting paid enough to stay in their jobs, but not saying you shouldn't pay them more, but that's actually number 14 on the list of uh, 
a recent study that Deloitte did um, looking at why people stay in their jobs. And it has more to do with being heard and uh, getting the recognition and being part of a team and feeling like they're doing something worthwhile. That, that, that's interesting, and I don't want to cut you off, but that ties into something that we spoke about. Like Again, you said we've touched on workforce, but you have to. It's the, the biggest issue that's facing manufacturing. And it, it does go to um, that recognition being... It, having ownership of your of your job and ha- and being engaged that that's all part of it versus just clocking in and getting your you know 15 20 dollars an hour which is interesting that you know the the salary was not the highest thing on the list anything right. else that you saw out there um you know and i think it, it kind of that workforce issue kind of leads into you know we're paying a lot of attention to emerging brands these days and actually i spent most of my day sitting here or over at uh, our, our innovation stage listening to presentations. And uh, Ron Puback yesterday afternoon gave a good talk about emerging brands and what they need from um, contract manufacturing and packaging uh, companies uh, to really get the help to start up. And it's not just emerging brands, it's existing brands who maybe don't have the staff they need to produce this new product. They're going to send it off somewhere else. And he was saying a lot of the the co-packers are um, actually, you know, it's hard to do their business model because they think it's a temporary thing and then they end up staying the entire life of the product. Um, so uh, there were a lot he, he touched on there. So there, you know, there's a lot that emerging brands in particular don't understand. They've been making their grandma's spaghetti sauce mm-hmm. in their kitchen and now they're trying to take it out there and and so one of the things he talked about which which I know Matt can can touch on this too is just their lack of understanding of what kinds of materials will work and a lot of times these small companies come in and say I want to be environmentally friendly so could you put my spaghetti sauce in a in a paper cup please and you know <laughs> right. Um, so there's a lot of education. Yeah, the idea there. is there, but the application might not be possible yet with today's technology. And it is. Matt Reynolds has turned into the materials guy. So let's hear from the materials guy about what what additional materials you've well, had to speak of. I had a funny conversation. First of all, just to touch on your workforce, uh, I just had a conversation like five minutes ago with Matt Lenz of TriPack, and he, he just uh, I asked him for some big picture takeaways on the show. And it was just the just the sharp focus or the sharp relief that automation is being drawn into uh, because of the lack of the workforce, because of the lack of labor. So that's a conversation I've had multiple times. But on the materials side, uh, there was a funny story from uh, David Smith. He was at J&J uh, for a long time, and now I think he's doing mostly um, uh, solo work, uh, consulting and so on. He's also on our editorial advisory board. Uh, somebody had come to him. Uh, an emerging brand, a newer brand, uh, and they were packaging, I forget what the product was, but it was in a tin, like a tin can. They're actually steel cans. Uh, but they came to him saying, this isn't very sustainable. How, how can we be more sustainable? Well, David, in his infinite wisdom, said, well, well this is about as sustainable of a, you know, of a packaging system as you could possibly be. Just because it's existed for 50 years doesn't necessarily mean that it's you know, not sustainable. So something to keep in mind. Uh, but yes, there are a lot of new materials out there. There's a lot of new, uh, we were seeing quite a bit uh, coming to fruition on monolayer materials. So uh, any recycling stream, uh, you know, requires that it, for it to be useful for only one particular type of packaging to go through there, type of material, film, polypropylene in one, PE in another. So 
So we're looking at what used to be films that would be laminations of three or four different types of materials that brought properties like barrier layer or brought robustness or tear resistance and so on. Each layer would have uh, some property that they brought to the party. And now, going, basically getting rid of those layers to go down to one, how are you going to be able to run that same material uh, you know, on the machinery that, you, that it already exists? So uh, we saw Zacros was an, an, uh, an interesting one. They're doing a refill pouch that they're doing in their P&G Japan uh, outfit with the brand Pantene. So that was pretty nifty. Uh, that's entirely PE, a little bit of low density, a little bit of high density. Um, so that can go into whatever recycling streams. Um, also, Emirates Printing, uh, I know they're in line for uh, a few awards coming up from uh, the, the, the uh, uh, what's it called, the, the Flexible Packaging Association. Uh, they're doing something with Nestle Middle East, with KitKat, and Macintosh's brand dates, all going to that monolayer material recycling, uh, recyclable material, real uh, actual commercialized projects. Also, Ahmad Tea is another one. Uh, and not just plastics either, it's also um, Veritiv is doing something with Storopack, uh, on starch-based packs, and also uh, bagasse, the thing of all things, it's, it's sugarcane-based uh, fiberboard. So a lot of interesting materials uh, that are available. The question is, are you going to be able to run, run that on your 20-year-old yeah, machine? That's the first thing that pops into my mind from a machinery standpoint is, you have a machine already, A, is this going to be able to run on it? Or if I am purchasing a machine at a show like this or a future show, will that material be able to be used on it if I choose to go to it in the future? So any ideas on how yeah, that's well, going to... The go-to word here is collaboration, and right. we'll hear it over and over again. But that's that, that juncture between the OEM, the machine builder, and the brand. And also, I think it even goes further than that. It goes to the... To the uh, to the converters, to the people yeah. who are actually producing the plastics to begin with, the granulate, and then actually converting that into a film. So there's a lot of stakeholders that need to all have an equal part of the table to, be, to make sure that these uh, materials are, A, viable for the recycling stream, but B, are able to deliver the product mm -hmm. uh, to, to the end consumer through the last mile, through the entire supply chain intact. And which it, is really it, what packaging is, right? Exactly. And it ties back to what, it, what Aaron said earlier. It, it, He's speaking of an emer um, emerging brands, but as those emerging brands become established brands, they have to be, you know, you, you want to have your, your spaghetti sauce in something sustainable. Where th that's your goal from the beginning. Well, these brands that are already existing might be thinking that now. That's a conversation that they also have to be included with the converters, with these. So the entire from the beginning to the end has to know that this is the plan that we're going to go with. Otherwise, you're going to have all these. We need new equipment. We need new materials. So... Yes, collaboration seems to be the word that we bring up at every one of these events. Hey, I just have a comment. Um, just overall, in general, uh, I've heard nothing but really positive notes uh, from the exhibitors today. And one in particular, and the, the ink is not yet dry, but I believe a PO has been Is this signed. breaking news? Breaking news. We're breaking news. coming in now from about six aisles that way. Um, that uh, I was in the booth at point five. Uh, and they said I could talk about this when uh, somebody decided to potentially, again, the ink is not yet dry on that PO, but buy a machine right off the show floor. So there is no better success story. That for is a, show a like scoop this. right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Matt Reynolds just broke the materials guy, broke a scoop. With that said, thank you so much for uh, attending and uh, viewing this daily download. And please, um, the show is going to be wrapping up Pack Expo East. A lot of the stuff that we're going to be talking about will live online, but then going forward, you will be able to see a ton of these trends from all the exhibitors that we've been speaking to. A lot of them are 
building up to unveiling a lot of even bigger lines and more machinery at Pack Expo International in Chicago, October 23rd through the 26th. So we hope to see you there. Thank you. Please rate, review, and subscribe. To do that, go to the iTunes podcast or Spotify app on your phone and search for Unpacked with PMMI.